setting unrealistic expectations for ourselves can lead to a cycle of disappointment, frustration, and self-blame. And it can actually reinforce negative thought patterns, making it more difficult for us to achieve our goals in the future. This is something that I've been guilty of. I bet you are too. So you're going to want to stick around for today's episode. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Okay, so welcome to the show. This is what I'm saying. Setting unrealistic expectations of ourselves can lead us down a path that we don't want to go down. Over time, when we're setting unrealistic expectations for ourselves, um, that can reinforce negative thought patterns. It can reinforce neural pathways. And over time, this pattern can become a self-fulfilling prophecy as we're continually reinforcing non-productive neural pathways. And one way that I know I have done this is through my to-do list. So if you're one of those people who has a never-ending daily to-do list, you might want to rethink that. And here is why. So let's say, and I've done this, I'm speaking from experience here. Let's say you have 20 things that you want to get accomplished today. And how I would go about my day is at the beginning of the day when I'm having my morning coffee, I would write down in my notebook uh, all the things that came to mind that I wanted to accomplish. I would write them down or I would use an app on my phone. And there could be 20 things on that list. And I I wouldn't accomplish all of those things. Some things required more time. Um, I would find that sometimes I would focus on the easy things and leave the harder things. And then I didn't have a big enough chunk of time to finish the thing that it needed more mental load. <laughs> and, and it just required more of me, more of my energy. And so over time, when we have these to-do lists that are really long, we get in the habit of not completing things that we say we're going to complete. And we're, consciously, we're not saying, I'm going to put these 20 things down. I know I'm only going to accomplish five, and I'm going to reinforce this new neural pathway of not completing things. No, we're not thinking about that. We're we're thinking, oh, I got to get this out of my head and onto a piece of paper, and this is my to-do list, and these are all the things that I'm going to chip away at today and over the week. But I'm telling you, mentally, when we're doing that, we're we're tricking our brain into believing that we give it a command, we tell it it's going to do all of these things, all of these tasks, and how we're showing up is the opposite of that. We're not completing the tasks, and that is reinforcing that non-productive neural pathway of not completing things. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he talks about... Um, you know, this idea of creating new neural pathways. So when we want to engage in a new habit, let's say we have a habit of sitting on the couch and eating potato chips and watching movies or Netflix all night, and we decide we want to start a running routine. And so we decide, okay, today's the day I'm going to do it. I'm going to go running. And then we find ourselves sitting on the couch and not 
lacing up the shoes and heading out the door. So then the next day comes and we say, okay, today's the day I'm going to start my running routine. I got my shoes ready. I'm in, I'm dressed. Ooh, what's this on TV? Let me grab the chips. You're sitting on the couch by day three or so you tell your brain, I'm going to start my new running routine. Your brain's like, <laughs> you're, you're not going to do that. You never do that. So this is how we set ourselves up for failure is when we constantly tell ourselves that we're going to do something and we're going to accomplish something. And when we choose not to, we fall back into an old pattern. We're reinforcing a new negative pattern of telling ourselves we're going to show up in a certain way and then not doing so. So one thing that I learned when I was coaching at the Learn Center in Maryland, um, Onyx Singhal, um was awesome. And I loved his philosophy on this. He would only write on his to-do list, the things that he knew he could get done that day that he was definitely going to get done. So even if it was just one thing, if he put that on that to-do list, he was committing to doing it. And he did that. And I, I like this because it's in alignment with some things that I learned from the one thing where you're kind of chunking down your goal for the year, for six months, for the quarter, for the month, for the week, for the day. And you're saying to yourself, if I, what's my goal? What's my goal for this week or this day? And what tasks would I need to do to be in alignment with that goal? And if I could only do one thing that was in alignment with that goal, only one thing and the world would end after that one thing, what would that one thing be? If I could do nothing else but one thing, what would that one task be that's in alignment with your goal? And write that down. And you don't earn the right to do other things. And this was in the language from the one thing, the trainings that I went to, you don't earn the right to do the next thing until you accomplish that one thing. So you're setting yourself up for success. You're setting yourself up for a win, but more importantly, you're also creating new neural pathways that are in alignment with the idea that you give yourself a command and you follow it always without exception. And this is important. Now, you might have 10 million things that you want to get done. You have all these ideas floating around in your head, particularly if you're in a leadership position, you're creative, you're running a business, you're an entrepreneur, you, you know, you might have a multitude of ideas floating around in your head. I recommend that you do get those ideas out in a safe space. I use an app um, called To Do. And I have different lists running all the time, different ideas. So I have a work list, a personal list. I've got my shopping list on there. Um, so when I have an idea uh, or I have, I have podcast ideas, when I have an idea, I get it out of my mind and into an app or onto a piece of paper or Evernote is another great resource that I use as well. And, um, and then I have this kind of, um, remarkable notepad that I love using as well. It keeps things organized, but it'll keep things things from cluttering the space in your mind and you have a place for them. 
but choose one thing that if you couldn't do anything else, that's the only thing that you could complete today, that that one thing would help you advance toward your goal. Write that on your daily to-do list for the day. Get it done and set yourself up for success. Now, one thing that I love that Bob Proctor taught me, and it was through his Lead the Field program, was he had a running list of six things that he could always be doing toward his goal. So what happens when you accomplish that one thing for the day? Well, you could go to the space where all of your ideas are or um, where uh, where your other to-dos are, but they're not linked to I'm doing this today. So go to that space. Always have a running list of at least six things that you could be doing to advance your vision and your goal, um, whatever that may be. But don't put them on your daily to-do list. Put that one thing down, get it done, and then look to your list for more inspiration. What's the next thing you want to do? But don't commit to doing something unless you're really going to do it. So that's going to create a new neural pathway. And the more repetition you engage in in this new habit, the more that's going to be who you are. This is going to be your reality. It's going to be the lens through which you see the world. And little by little, this small micro habit, um, you'll... You won't even have to think about it anymore. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Um, It definitely got me thinking about my daily to-do list in a whole different light. It helped me take the pressure off of myself. And actually, it helped me have more fun in the work that I'm doing. It helped me kind of narrow things down, scope it down in, in manageable chunks. And it helped me to create a space where I could celebrate the wins. I used to think that celebrating a win was only for when I was reaching a really big lofty goal. And sometimes I would wait a really long time to celebrate a a win, right? Sometimes I would complete something that seemed really impressive, but but it's not finished. I would reach a certain stage and a goal and I wouldn't celebrate, but celebrate those wins. Celebrate your achievements. Your success is actually the progressive realization of a worthy ideal or a goal. It's not just when you complete that goal. So set yourself up for success. Celebrate those wins. Do what you say you're going to do. And if you put it on paper as if you're going to complete this task today, then my gosh, complete it. Give yourself a command and follow it. This is how you set up these new neural pathways that are going to support you when times get tough, when you're faced with challenges. Do what you say you're going to do, and um, you're going to be so much better off in the long run. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Uh, Leave us a note. Leave us a review on ratracereboot.com. I'd love to hear your comments, and I'd love to hear what you think of this new way of setting up your to-do list give us your comments. And also, if you haven't done so already on ratracereboot.com, there's a um, subscribe button on the right-hand side of the page. You can also download some three-minute guided meditations that will help set you up for success. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Remember, everything is created twice, first in your mind and then in physical form. And I look forward to seeing you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates. 